welcome to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. That's Audrey Garrett and Jeracy Mack. They're two women with voices that just happen to have sons in the NFL. That means you'll hear about football and motherhood, but you'll never know what you're going to hear next. So let's get this conversation started. Here are your hosts, Garrett and Mac. Greetings one and all. Wait, wait, wait. It's the holiday season and we just at Garrett and Mac want to wish you happy holidays and hope that your Thanksgiving went well. But as we're in the middle of the holiday season, Jeracy and I, we decided we are having some mental health crises. And I don't know if it's from COVID, Jeracy. I don't know if it's just the holiday season, but I'm done. I'm, I'm just over it. There's so many people that are right there with you. And some people don't even understand what they're going through and what they're experiencing right now. I, I mean... If it wasn't already crazy for me, I have a sister that's extremely ill. And um, as you know, Jeracy knows, you guys may have, have realized I missed a, a show because of it. Um, you know, I got a call this morning that a friend of mine that's just a year older than me has passed away. And it's not COVID related. I'm just so over 2020. And my mental health is taking a hit um, in in an air of transparency. I'm a person who believes in, you know, psychology. I know that's a taboo subject for black people, but I believe in getting psychological help. I believe in getting medication. I take an antidepressant because this year has effed me up. Mm-hmm. I think it a lot, a lot, a lot of people. And um a lot of people would basically sum up what this year has actually been. Is that just messed up and this is this will be absolutely a year that will go in history books that will be talked about for generations and generations and generations and generations to come there is absolutely no way to express what we are going through but the bible said these days will come we just was not expecting them to come the way that they have Came, but he said famine and disease and all things will control the lands. And we got to get ourselves in order. We got to get ourselves right. Because if we, it's, it's so many people that are dealing with depression. And it's so many people that, that are, are trying to figure out what to do and, and, and how to help themselves and how to make things feel better in, in, in their life. And some people are trying to even figure out what's wrong with me. This has Crazy. never been me. It's, you know, I, I definitely am a person that's always seen, seen the life as glass half full. Um, I try to extend grace and mercy in whatever capacity I can because I want to receive grace and mercy. I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired of, I'm tired of politics. I'm tired of the day-to-day drama with that. So I have Trump fatigue. I have COVID fatigue. I have death fatigue. I mean, you're, there's, at some point, you just, it's not even me. It's just, I'm tired. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to, and, and 2011, I'm 2011. If I can only go back to 2011. 2021 is, you know, shaping up, you're coming into the new year, a lot of these same problems are going to be here. So here we are at the holidays, the most joyous time of the year for, you know, many people, you know, we had record people 
traveling during a freaking pandemic and mm-hmm. you know you're possibly what did, what did that meme on the internet say a, a zoom thanksgiving would be better than an icu christmas stay yeah. ass at home stay yeah. at home if you don't have to be out there what was it that important you know and then okay so you got a moment of joy in the in the foolishness trace i'm tired I mean, even in the midst of holiday season, I'm, I had to be out and get some groceries. My car didn't start when I mm-hmm. can see, look at this. My car didn't start this morning in the garage. So then I had to do this and do that, you know, and I'm seeing Christmas trees and, and Christmas is my favorite, favorite time. I love the holidays. I'm yes, so you normally I'm so have a tree right in now. every room. Girl, I'm pissy <laughs> at this point. I mean, my attitude is pissy. My, mm-hmm. I mean, my disposition, I try to, when I engage with people, to stick kindness and, and, you know, be polite. And on the inside, I'm drowning. I'm literally drowning. I, I mean, I had to make calls this morning to, to friends, girlfriends, to give them news that I didn't want to give to anybody. You know, there's somebody in our core sister circle that's young is like us and has passed away. And I'm drowning on the inside, literally mm-hmm. drowning on the inside. Mm-hmm. And, and there's so many people. And, and Audrey, here's the deal. You're expressing it. That is so good. That's the best thing that we can do is talk about it. And the thing, even if you look at somebody and say, it's something wrong with me and I don't even know what it is. I can't even it's imagine. okay. Because some people can't explain it. You some Sometimes you can't even put it into words. You know that things are not going the way you typically want them to go or the way they normally go. You you know that you feel different. You know that 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 you feel weird and, and, and you and you feel out of place. And one of the things that um, that happened to a lot of us, a lot of people, is that uh, you know, you need to recognize suicidal risk. And yeah. this is one of the things that, that I tell people all the time. Um, what is it about suicide that always catches people off guard? Mm. They always say, I had no idea. And and that's that's the thing. Sometimes you have no idea. The ones who you hear talk about it, you know, they're going to do it, they're going to do it. It typically, um, it, it they typically don't. But then you have those that are that are out there that that never say anything, and it and, and it ends up happening, and it shocks everybody. It it throws everybody into it because they had no idea. One of the things that in recognizing suicide, we need to look for a sad person, and what that means is sex. You know, male or female. The A for sad is age. 15 to 34 is the typical age of suicide. And then it goes to 64 plus is the typical age of suicide. So use between 35 and 63. Where you, some people say you go through your, your life change or your, the, the woman goes through the change. The man goes through the, through the change. It's typically 15 to 34 and then the elderly who they feel like they've lost all hope or they don't want anybody to have to take care of them. And then you look for the D, which is depression. We all know when we start to feel bad or we start to notice something, it's not necessarily hurting somebody's feelings to speak up and say something. Just say, hey, you okay? You just haven't seemed like you've been yourself lately. Mm-hmm. 
And you know what? That's that's how I figured out that I was in depression. Um, and I and you know what? My depression triggered high blood pressure because I was holding in all my thoughts and feelings, um, and and I did not express it. You know, I was trying to be the best mom, the best wife, the best this, the mm-hmm. best that. Go to work, do this full time thing, and the whole time I was completely losing myself and losing my mind, and had no idea. And mm-hmm. it it really took a counselor for me to get stuff off my chest to mm-hmm. a person who had no judgment. And it took, mm-hmm. you know, antidepressants. And you know, I, whether you take herbals or you know the organic, or you want to go the pharmaceutical route, I don't care. But when you see somebody is off kilter, it's mm-hmm. incumbent upon you to say something. I mean, when mm-hmm. you see someone is no longer engaging the way they usually engage, give them a call. You haven't heard mm-hmm. from them for a while. Give them a call because I don't ever want to say that I felt suicidal. I, you know, I tell people all the time, I love me so much, baby. If you ever hear, you know, Audrey committed suicide, Lawrence killed me. So that <laughs> y'all need to open up a case because Audrey is not committing suicide. I love me some me, but it doesn't mean I haven't lost myself before mm-hmm. and you can be lost around a lot of people I was lost in my own home and I'm feeling it's not just it's not a feeling of depression today it's just a feeling of fatigue I'm just mm-hmm. bad news fatigue you know whether mm-hmm. you want to talk about Chadwick Boseman Alex Trebek hell I don't even know these people it's just these are people I grew up with or Mm-hmm. or their their presence resonated in my life or you know it's like will this ever stop just can we can can we call a timeout on the field throw mm-hmm. a flag hell blow the commercial break at some point i just feel like we 2020 has been non-stop extra mm-hmm. non-stop extra mm-hmm. and, and i you, can, i can understand people being suicidal know- i'm sorry go ahead no, and you and you know, like you were saying, you love you some you. And if it's come up and said you commit suicide, you know, look at look at Lawrence. But that's that's the part that's the issue. It's happening such a split second that person can feel so low. And sometimes it's just a split second that it can happen. And some people feel like that they're just, you know, they they lose it in that split second. And I tell people all the time. Sometimes people really don't, they don't plan it out in a split second. It can just wow. happen. They're wow. devastated that quickly and something in their happen in their life can happen and spiral out of control. And within in a split second before they, they, they know it, it's happened. And so um, I, I have one story when I'm talking with youth about suicide where the young lady, she her, she was on the phone with her boyfriend and he broke up with her and she was screaming and her mom said, get over it. You'll be fine. And she goes upstairs and she hung herself in her closet oh, wow. in that split second. And when the mom goes upstairs to check on her, she's hung herself in that split second. Anybody around her would not have said she was suicidal, but in that split second, something changed in her life that caused that to happen. So that's one of the things. So we talked about sad. So persons is prior history. 80% of the people that are suicidal risk, they have a prior history of that. 
You have ethanol and alcohol, which is a contributing factor. Rational thinking loss. Their, their rationale and the way of thinking, it doesn't make any sense. What kind of support system? Some people have went through these holidays. They have been closed up in the house with COVID yep. all yep. by themselves. themselves. Yes. No one has been there other than maybe somebody dropping food off at their front door. And I know that, that people are trying to stay away from people. But if you know of an elderly person or anyone who has been closed in all by themselves, go by and check on them. If you just stand at the window and talk to each other through the window. There are right. so many people, so many elderly people in nursing homes that feel like their family members have forgot about them. Well, you know, they don't love them anymore. We had that conversation because of my sister, how much I've been having to go and check on her. And each time I feel like I get on a plane, I'm putting myself at risk. And even though I've had COVID, you, we don't know enough about COVID to know whether that you can get it twice, you get multiple strains. You know, I'm looking at people who are traveling, not because they have to go check on a, a, mm-hmm. a sick one in their family. I mean, if, mm-hmm. I, if my sister had a husband and kids, I would be Zooming with her. Instead, you know, my siblings and I are required to to rotate. I live far enough away. I got to catch a plane. And as I'm in the airport, Jeracy, I'm seeing these people with families and they're literally, you know, husband, wife, and kids. And I'm like, where the hell are y'all going? It's a god mm-hmm. darn pandemic out here. Are you mm-hmm. you just traveling to go see granny? Okay. And people are looking at the numbers and they're looking at how, you know, 130 something thousand people tested positive. You know why? Because people were in preparation to go and visit grandma everybody started getting tested. It wasn't mm-hmm. that the, the virus has spread and has gone mad at itself. This is my perspective. I'm not a medical professional. Take this as just me and my logic. But people were anticipating travel. So they, they waited to get tested. And hell, they're all positive. You know, that mm-hmm. that percentage that has been walking around here in their non-compliant you know um, compliant selves are positive. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think some of them still flew. I think some of them still got on the airplane and they're just as asymptomatic as they can be. And That's so true. while, while you don't have to be flying there, I mean, you know, you're sitting here. That's why we can't get control of the virus. You know, it's like, if I hadn't had to be where I needed to be for my six sibling, I wouldn't have been on a plane. Wouldn't have been mm-hmm. on a plane. You know, I've got to head back out again. She gets out the hospital again and I've got to head back out. And all I can think of is these nasty, filthy people are on this plane and they don't have to be on the plane. And I have been in the store, Audrey, and I have listened to people argue with people about putting a mask on. And I'm like, don't argue with them. You have a sign on the door. Send them back out the door. But some people are just, they are refusing to put a mask on. They're not going to put a mask on. They don't feel like they should have to wear a mask. They don't feel like they need a mask on. And then they get mad when they can't get in, when they can't pack a stadium for a football game. But then they still ain't open the church doors. And so it makes you look at, you know, what, what what's actually going on because everybody's running to pack a, a stadium for a football game, but then you don't have anybody who's fighting to get through the church doors to be able, no, nah, I'm not going to go sit up in there, but you just sat at a game. Oh, we're going to talk or, about that. Are, are, you been the- at, are you been at Walmart? 
no, no. You- that's a whole conversation on the other side of the break because I want to talk to you about the Cowboys Field Stadium and I want to talk about the Aggies Field Stadium uh, this past weekend. And I want to talk to you about the Church House Field, uh, lack of Field Stadium. Um, I, I, you know, as the intro said, I'm in the holiday season and I'm not feeling holiday-ish. I mean, you can probably tell about the tone of my voice. I just feel giddy. Yeah. You know, you I'm do. pissy. And and yeah. rarely in all the years that we've known each other, have I just, you know, because, you know, you and I had conversations about whether we were going to do a show today. And I was like, Tracy, I'm just not feeling it. And you were like, Audrey, you know, I'm going through some stuff myself and, and I can share. And, and as a counselor, I know you have a depth of, of knowledge and information as, as um, I'm a struggling Christian and, and I know the word, but I know that you were, girl, struggling. God, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. But, um, you know, I know that you will give us a word uh, from the word and it, it is it is it's overdue. So on the flip side of the break, we're going to talk about people gathering in places during this holiday season while we're all supposed to be on break and limiting ourselves to social distancing in a pandemic. So uh, come back to us and in, in right after the commercial with Double Down with Garrett and Matt. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hello, I am Jose Sanchez with Jose Sanchez Law Firm. As an aggressive Harvard-educated lawyer for almost 20 years, I have fought for the rights, freedoms, and voices for the people all around the world. Whether it's winning millions of dollars for the injured people or getting not guilty verdicts in the courtroom, I am a success. During the times of hardship, you need an advocate that will fight for your rights and is not scared of the courtroom. Visit my website at attorneysanchez.com and let me be your voice. Planning for college? Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton, a former admissions officer at the University of Pennsylvania, and featuring her fellow admissions and college finance experts from Bright Horizons College Coach. The show shares what colleges are really looking for and how to highlight your hard-won achievements for the best chance of success. New episodes air every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Listening to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. If you want to make your voice heard, call us during the live show at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to Garrett and Mac at gmail.com. Now back to Double Down. Welcome back to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. And today we are having a, a crappy day. 
and so we chill, we share our little crappy day with you. Happy holidays. <laughs> I know, I know, Jeracy. I'm sorry. I'm I'm being screwed today. You know, this is my favorite time of the year. I think a lot of people say the same thing, but I'm, you know, I've had bad news after bad news this year. Um, I woke up and found a friend had passed away, a dear friend of mine. And so many memories um, of her and, and with her just, you know, cloud my mind. But before we can, went into the break, you happened to mention people congregating in crowds during this holiday season, specifically at different football games. And I'm a Cowboy fan. Go Browns. I'm a Cowboy fan. <laughs> I am a, uh, a Texas Aggie mom and fan. And those stadiums were packed. Yes. Packed. They were. No yes, social distancing. Were. If it was um, it was very little. When you go to a Browns game, we literally are in a suite and we have people who come into the suite to make sure the people in the suite are masked up still. And yeah. and they go from suite to suite and they're like, put your mask on. You know, if you're not eating, put your mask on. Um, when you are in the seats, you have the ushers who are in the seats and making sure you have your mask on. When they show pictures of those, those young people, with no mask on at and at the AM game, disturbed yes. my soul. And especially yes. when you're talking about record numbers of people who are testing positive. It's yes. like, you little yes. butthole, where is your damn yes. mask? Yes. Your mask. And it's and and my thing is how do, how do you how do you handle that? How do you take care of that? Because then you have these record number uh tests that are coming back positive and then you have people that are panicking but yet you set yourself up for the panic so how do you how do you deal with that um how do you 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 have schools that are closing classrooms but if they're in the schoolhouse is everyone not affected Mm. i you know i don't i don't know how you get past opening some portions and closing others um yeah I just, I don't know how you get past saying we can send the kids to school, but we got, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how you get past this. You have a whole football game, you know, and <laughs> I know, you know, I'm stuttering, which is rare. It's, you know, how do you get past the foolishness? It's like mm-hmm. you're talking out both sides of your neck because of money. Because really mm-hmm. having these events, is about money and money drives everybody in their exactly. decision-making process. They, they are being driven by the quarter, not the dollar, the quarter, you know, yeah. and you're putting kids life at ri- lives at risk behind some money. I mean, it bothers me that there are players on the field, um, even in, in the NFL and, and mm-hmm. let's say all four quarterbacks for the Denver Broncos in a Denver that all four quarterbacks are out. So they had to cancel the game. Or so. I mean, well, you know my rule about it. You know my rule about it. I feel like if you take your mouthpiece off, that's like your helmet coming out. You got to come out the field for a play. Because I mean, you you out there touching everybody, touching everything. You reach up there with your gloves, you pull your mouthpiece out, you're talking, you stick it back in. And I'm like, now that's nasty. Now you have to realize I'm 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 the person who looks for the yellow line for the first down. Girl, but I also think shoot. about that. That's nasty. 
Honey, I think they should have to go through an alcohol mister or a bleach, bleach mis, mis, mister mm-hmm. to get back on mm-hmm. the field to close your mm-hmm. eyes and run through. You know, I think mm-hmm. all of them should have visors on their helmets. I mean, breathe into your own visor. I know that there may be an issue with fogging it up or whatever, but I'd rather mm-hmm. have a fogged up visor that I got to do this with than mm-hmm. COVID in my face. Yeah. You know, and, I, and, and we I, can't figure out where Miles got COVID from. I mean, exactly. Thank God exactly. We, didn't, we didn't get it. I mean, we <laughs> and, and you, you know, one that was crazy is that he has his girlfriend there. And while he was positive, she sleeps with him and everything. And I'm not trying to give TMI and y'all let y'all visuals and y'all pictures in your brain think of what you want. But um, she's in his face. They're kissing, hugging. She was negative. And has been negative mm-hmm. several times. And yet somehow he's positive. What causes one person not even to get it? And I'm totally exposed to a person that has it. So if you don't even exactly. know how it's, it's transmitted, because if it exactly. ain't transmitted the way they be hooked up on each other, there has to be another way to get it. I don't even know how to say it like that. Any, any clear. And so seeing these children in, you know, hopping around and high-fiving. And, you know, the tradition at A&M is to kiss after every score. It was a whole lot of uh-huh. kissing going on. It was a whole, I mean, I was just like, oh, Jesus be the fence I need. Today. I know it. I know it. I, I know had nothing. It. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm, girl, I'm struggling with a whole bunch of stuff. I'm struggling. And, and, and just like I told you before the show, it is so many people out there. I have people that have come to my office and they have said, I don't know what's wrong with me. Mm. This is not me. This mm. is not how I, this is not, I, I'm not myself. I feel sad. I'm down. It's draining to everyone. And I tell people, weather has a factor. When it gets cold, some people go into a depression from just cold weather. Our weather has changed from Thanksgiving Day until today. Thanksgiving Day, a lot of people had on shorts and shirt and was running around. Today, our highs were 40 something. Mm-hmm. And so there's so many different factors that factor in. And then you put life issues and factors itself. I have a friend that I personally know very well. She filed for unemployment at the beginning of September. She has not heard or received anything or response from unemployment yet. She has no idea what's going on with it. Still looking for money. Her bills are still due. Still do. Oh, and hold so, on. It's the holiday season. So she's supposed to have some cheer in her soul. It's the... I mean, so, you know... Exactly. You you sit there and, exactly. and what you project because of your situation, you're projecting, oh, you're, you're supposed breaking to be up happy. a little bit. I'm sorry. You're supposed to be happy and joyful and gleeful out here, and yet... There's somebody else who's struggling through the mm-hmm. moment. There's and yet there's somebody else who's who's catching hell in their day, whose car is being repossessed, whose lights are being turned off. You know, exactly. You're not you're not knowing or feeling, knowing what they're feeling because you're in your holiday spirit. Mm-hmm. And you know, I try not to have misplaced aggression. Um, I mean, I, I suffer from road rage really bad when, when I was younger, and and you know, I'm a card care I'm a card carrying licensed bun owner. So, um, I really do my level best not to have misplaced aggression, 
And for me, staying mm-hmm. home in COVID is actually a good idea. So, well, yes, it is. <laughs> it is. It is. But like you were saying, she hasn't, re- they haven't received anything, any word, anything. And when you contact the unemployment officer, and I know it's a million people a day or, or whatever that are filing because of their, because of unemployment, but to receive or hear nothing, that's, that's scary. That's scary for millions of people. You got people that are actually being evicted now. Right. You got people that vehicles are being, uh, vehicles are being uh taken from them right uh, their, their lights are being cut off people having people who never thought they would ever have to go stand in line for a food box and stand in line for a food box and people this is again this is a historical year that will go down in history for for forever 2020 will be talked about in 3030 people will talk oh. about 2020. It'd be like the great and depression. And so it's exactly, yeah. exactly. And and this, and and what we're feeling. I mean, you have you have people who are ending their their lives because they can't take it anymore. Well, let, let me they, say this: they can't support their families anymore. Let Let me say this for anyone listening: if you are struggling with suicide and suicidal thoughts, please seek help. The National mm-hmm. Suicide Prevention Lifeline is one 8255 once again, the mm-hmm. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline number is available 24 hours. They speak English and Spanish. It's 1 800 273 8255. Seek assistance now. Talk to somebody. If you don't have a friend like Juracy, where they will let you vent and get things off your chest, and hopefully I listen to her and let her vent and get things off of her chest, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Like she said, it only takes a split second to make a, a, a permanent decision out of a temporary situation. That's 1-800-273-8255. Pass that number along to anybody that you feel needs it. That's the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. And I repeated that multiple times, Dracy, not because we have any kind of sponsorship or relationship with them, but because mental health crisis is, it, right now, it is, it's a silent killer. COVID is getting all the noise, it but is. one of the side impacts of COVID is the, the number of suicides and the mental health crisis that we are in currently. Um, mm-hmm. Just getting people to try to recover. They're, and see, people, to me, are not just taking their own lives. They're killing their whole families. They're, they're taking, yes, they are. They're taking the whole family out, you know, and it's, it's, it's heart-wrenching to hear where somebody has killed the children, killed the family, killed the wife. It's like, for the love of mm-hmm. Pete, really now? More? Yeah, and I've recently had a case where that was a situation to come up, but we were able to catch, catch it in time mm-hmm. and able to sit down and talk with the person about what they were going through and how they were feeling. And we were able to get them help. And that's why sometimes, even though you're tired and you don't feel good or or you've at your wit's end, if you notice something different in a friend or anyone, say something. Because you never know what's going through a person's mind. Because one of the things that, that we try to do is we try to hide what's going on. 
And at some point in times, it gets hard to hide. If you feel sad, if you feel lonely, if you feel depressed, speak up to somebody. Just if you, even if you say, I don't feel good today. And people take time out to listen to people sometimes. Right, right. Because sometimes. Sometimes we are always we are always in a hurry and we're like, okay, I'll talk to you in a minute, I'll get you in a minute. People really do snap. Yeah. I know a lot of times people don't believe that or, or think that, but some people really do snap. The increase in the homicides and the suicides have ages, the robberies, the burglaries, the uh, aggravated assaults. They are becoming out of hand. You have situations where people don't even realize or understand that that they might be feeling a certain way. And that one word, just, you know, you say, say another word and they'll say word, that's the word. Well, you know, that what? word and, and right there. Not only that, you, you the same things that you just talked about, triggering more domestic violence. I mean, we already mm-hmm. talked about before how COVID has now put people in a confined space and domestic violence has gone up, you know, okay, so mentally, whoever is, whether it's male or female that is doing the domestic violence, now I'm here at the holidays and my check is short or I'm not working. My unemployment hasn't come in. My bills are due. And guess who they take it out of? The Uh person, the victim in their household. Uh So, I mean, we are fragile as a people. We are fragile right now mentally. We are fried mentally. We are fatigued mm-hmm. mentally. If you have not um, reached out to someone, you know, I, I just, I encourage anyone to to just reach out. There are resources out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I mean, and, and now uh, I think Michael Phelps has a commercial that talks about um, the counseling that he gets via media. Uh, I'm sorry, via um, the internet. Mm-hmm using technology mm-hmm. to talk to someone. I mean, if you could have a medical consultation, mm-hmm. I had a medical consultation with my doctor. If you could have a medical consultation with your doctor, you could have a, a psychological mm-hmm. conversation with a therapist. I don't care how you mm-hmm. do it. Talk to somebody. And mm-hmm. each of us needs to be aware that as we as we have to engage with people, whether you are shopping for Christmas or not, and now Amazon's getting all my money this year, but whether you're shopping for people or not, um, be aware that when you engage with people, your commentary, just like you said, that one word, your commentary could make the difference of whether or not they go home and harm themselves or somebody, you know, so be kind to one another. Exactly. Be kind. Kindness is free. Exactly. And, and the most important thing is people, people that are wearing face masks, you cannot read their facial expressions. You do not know what that person's facial expressions is. You all you can see is their eyes. Those facial expressions have helped us, helped me in life so many times. Just kind of get a read on a person, whether they're looking at you smiling or they're looking at you frowning or they're just staring at you. You cannot get a read on some people. You have no idea what's going on in some people's head. Uh, I had one lady was standing in the store the other day. She was just in awe because she was having to make a decision about what groceries to keep and what groceries to put back because that's all she could afford. Yep. And and people are in the stores. They're angry. They're upset. Again, there was a lot of Black Friday shopping. A lot Crazy. of anger came out in a lot of people. 
Yes, because a lot of people want to get their kids the things that they're normally used to getting them and they're not able to get them. They're wanting to put some stability back into their life. But right now, things are still unchanged to put that stability back. We all need that stability back in our life. Without that stability, it's hard to explain to some people. Things are changing in your life. Your body's going to give off. Whether you want it to or not, your mind is spinning and going 100 miles an hour. If you, you need to just stop, if you feel like you're off a little bit or something is not right, stop for a few minutes. Take a deep breath and just stand there and just keep taking a deep breath until you can compose yourself. And a lot of times people are having anxiety attacks or panic attacks and they don't even realize it. Just take a deep breath and tell yourself, I can only control what I can control. But you're right. Let me, let me say this. That on my own. Oh, hell. All of us have. I mean, but, <laughs> you know, you have to have situational personal awareness. But let me say this also. It's not just your facial expressions. I have known people who dress up, put their wig on, put their face on, which is their mask, and they head outside the door mm-hmm. and they have dressed up in the image of what you perceive them to be, and they're dying inside. They're literally crushed by the heavy weight and the burden. And they come home and they take all that mask off, they wash off the makeup, they take off the clothes. Yeah. And it's like that's their that's their costume. And they put on and they crawl in between their sheets and they're dying until the next day. And we yeah. have to be aware. We are now going to have a generation that is struggling with mental health. So, Jeracy, when we return, um, we're going to try to talk about some happier things, um, bring a lighter side to this. I don't know if it'll be lighter side as, as in laughing, but definitely try to, to bring a lighter side because you have, to, you have to enjoy what you enjoy. You have to look at the glass half full because... We can all pour into somebody else's glass. And if we each take a moment to pour into someone else's glass, our glass is never empty. Okay. Okay? So on the flip side, we'll come back uh, to Double Down with Garrett and Max. See you in just a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hello, I am Jose Sanchez with Jose Sanchez Law Firm. As an aggressive Harvard-educated lawyer for almost 20 years, I have fought for the rights, freedoms, and voices for the people all around the world. Whether it's winning millions of dollars for the injured people or getting not guilty verdicts in the courtroom, I am a success. During the times of hardship, you need an advocate that will fight for your rights and is not scared of the courtroom. Visit my website at attorneysanchez.com and let me be your voice. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand, all from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. 
This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. If you want to make your voice heard, call us during the live show at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to Mac at gmail.com. Now, back to Double Down. Well, welcome back to welcome Double Down. Back with- to- oh, we're going to talk on top of each other. Go ahead. Your turn. <laughs> Welcome back to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. Um, again, we have been talking today about uh, the holidays and the holiday season and how people are, are feeling, how 2020, the kind of year 2020 has been. And I don't know about some of y'all, but I'm glad we go tomorrow is December the 1st. We're going into the end of 2020 and hope when, when 2020 ends, a lot of stuff is going on will end as well. You again, think so? this has been a... I'm praying. I'm, I'm praying. I'm, I'm God. Come through. You said we have not because we asked not. Clean well, up join, this whole world. Let's say what two are joined in His name, gathering His name, Lord, in the name of Jesus. It's the two of us, and I'm I'm praying with you that December first is going to usher in a change. A change. A change, change going to come. A change and, and, and to, come. It, to me, I tell people like this, when you get to the point when you can see no way out, no way clear, you don't know which way to turn, you don't know what to do, you don't know who to go to, God will make you call on him. Well, you know, he'll, make, he'll make you come to him. But he'll, that's when I sit still. And mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, he done set us still to make us learn and lean, yep. learn to lean and depend on him. Because let me tell you, he ought to be tired of hearing from me. Because <laughs> I don't, I, 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 he, girl, you he needs like to say, mama, little girl, don't, don't, like, don't, Lord, don't. Mama, not, can you not please, today. Yeah, look, mama, <laughs> can you please stop talking so somebody else can get in and tell them, because my mama, yeah. will, Jesus is here out. Don't forget all right. you down there in Texas with my three grandbabies. Yeah. Don't be, you know, yeah. I, I feel sorry and, for Jesus when my mama passed away because yeah. I just knew she was wearing him out. It, it's to the point. I'm like, hey, it's me, God. It's Jeracy. It's me again. Hey, let's talk. He know your minutes. voice, girl. Look, he know uh-huh. your voice because you in there talking and, about my peoples. Yeah, my peoples. I because I've been praying over my peoples, and my I'm peoples. asking God to bless my peoples and to continue to bless <laughs> all the peoples. Peoples because, of the world. You know, and I tell people all the time, we got to put on our armor. You got oh. to get you got to get that armor, oh God. Oh. Yes, God. And yes, I, God. I, I got, I'm, I'm, I'm mounting mine up. I'm mounting mine up, and so, it's so much evil and so many things going on in the world. I got a question for you. 
Um, well, you, you know, I'm an empty nester. Yes, you're, you're almost like an empty nester because since Keelan is in college, I mean, 90% of the time you're there by yourself. Are you putting up a tree? No. I'm not either. I, but I hadn't put up a tree. It's I haven't not- put a tree up in my home in a couple of years. I mean, since, I mean, Miles plays on, you know, and now that he's in Cleveland, he, you know, we're there during the holidays. So it's no need for me to throw. I may put a wreath on the door. Gary Keelan is 20 years old. He's lucky I'm feeding him while he at home uh, out of college. That's his Christmas present. And then he on a special diet for baseball. Merry Christmas, baby. Oh, gosh. I'm not putting up a tree. I'm going to find some kind of ornament to put on the door. I, you know... I probably spend more time in, you know, different places than I do at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even think in Cleveland at our our, our place in Cleveland that the tree is going out. It'll be one at Miles's house, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping and praying him and the girlfriend have put it up before I get back. Because I don't even because mm-hmm. anything you put up there means I got to take it down. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, and I'm that person that my mom always taught us: you don't leave a tree up past the new. So on New Year's Eve, that tree has come down. I mean, yeah. how people put their tree up and it's up at Thanksgiving, God bless them, but that's a long time for that Christmas tree looking at me. Hell, they already started time. putting the chain in, in the store in October. So yeah. I'm just like, can I get a minute? Yeah. Can I get a minute? Yeah. So what are you going to uh, put up for, for Christmas? What are you going to do? Are you going to go see Christmas ornaments? Bring some joy into your season. So what are you going to do? Well, you know, I got my thicker than a snicker. Oh, Lord. She's three it's, years old. Yeah, she's three years old. And I got my glamour babe. I can't wait for them to call and tell me he done pulled the tree. My glamour babe, I can't mm. wait for them to call and tell me he done pulled the tree up on his self. Bam, bam. Him his handsome little self. But uh, my thicker than a snicker, uh, she told me uh, last night, Nanny, the tree is up and it's so pretty. And I went and saw the tree. And uh, their mama let them decorate the tree all by themselves oh. and all the ornaments are in one little section. Oh. And I told her that's such an ugly tree. <laughs> you told us thicker than a snicker that or you told your sister? I didn't tell the kids that I told Uh-oh. the mama that. Now, did you, you let your boys... Snick, I told her she done... Go ahead. I, I told the mama, I said, your tree is so ugly. She said, they all put, they put them all in one place. I said, oh, I said it's the thought they count. They decorated themselves. They so proud of it. Okay, I got, I got a question for you. You have boys. Did they help yes. you decorate the tree? Yes. Really? And people tell you I had the ugliest tree every year, but I was so proud of that tree because it. You could tell as how they as they got older, the ornaments got higher and higher. But wherever they wanted to, all I put it together. Well, Daddy Mac put it together. He put the lights on it. And then the kids hung everything else on it. Okay, and they so were all never, on one side. Nope. Never let the kids put up the tree. By the time they came home from school, the tree was done. I can't do an ugly tree. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. now I would decorate them with the ornaments that they made for me. You know, I would add those somewhere mm-hmm. in the tree. But you were not going to decorate my tree. I can't walk around no ugly tree in the house. I just, uh, yeah, I ain't going to be able to do that. So no, I never let the kids help me put the tree. We took turns. Uh, Dalen would have the even number of years. Keelan would have the odd number of years. 
who got picked up and put the ornament on top of the tree. Of course, course by the time Dalen got five, he was too heavy to pick up. He just we uh, just bend the tree over and let him put the ornament on. <laughs> well, you know what? The funny thing is, Bria didn't do her first tree by herself. A grown adult person living in her own apartment. Um, Miles, I have done his tree since he was a little boy. And Sean doesn't do Christmas. So uh, when they were growing up, mm-hmm. I had they each had a tree in their own rooms, and it depended on what theme they wanted, which colors they had. And I did all the decoration around the house. And I was like, girl, even thinking about putting stuff on, you know, the tables, the little, little small decorative Christmas trees and the little candlestick. Girl, I don't even want to do that no more. I, I am so over, you know, now that I don't have kids in the house, I'm mm-hmm. over it. But I'm looking to find joy in the season. So I'm sitting here debating today whether or not to, to pull out any kind of decoration. Because really, it doesn't bother me because I'm typically in the house. But then I go out and I go to the store and I see stuff. And I'll be like, oh, I should get some Christmas stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's that. that gets I know stuff I it. Nope. And I was the one where... Daddy Mac, he would not get out and put lights on the house and put anything in the yard. We had a blow-up reindeer and a blow-up snowman that he would plug in. That's the only thing we had in our yard, in our house. So it was like we were the Scrooges. We, our house was Scrooge. And, uh, and so we were, our house was the Scrooge. And so... um but then come after uh, Christmas and everybody was taking down the ornaments, he would always say, yeah, look how busy they are. He'd go out there and drag his little snowman. <laughs> now, you know what was funny to me is... And, put it, and throw it back up in the attic. <laughs> throw it back in the attic. Lawrence used to... He, he's not a Christmas guy. So when the kids were growing up, he didn't care if I put the tree up. You know, he never said, oh, let's keep the Christmas. He wasn't that guy who was going to jump in, in pajamas, match pajamas with the family. None of that. A girl, the first year I decided mm-hmm. not to put up a tree, he was the first one to say, oh, we ain't doing no tree. Now, mind you now, he's like, he don't care if a tree is up. He says or not, you know, but I saw him in there and I saw him posting his Facebook, you know, page years ago, pictures of the tree. And I was like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. yeah, mister, I don't care if we have a tree or not. But, so would you take a picture of these trees for? Because I used to have one upstairs and yeah. downstairs. Girl, I had like six trees up. And now, girl, I don't even want a picture of a tree. I know. <laughs> I don't even want a picture of a tree. And I, you know what? And I guess that's, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I guess that is, it's, and it's not about my mood this year. It's not about me having, you know, fatigue, mental fatigue this year. Um, I'm waiting for more grandkids. You know, if my grandbaby was, you know, in town and lived near me, honey. That tree mm-hmm. would have been up. We'd have put that thing up and had some gingerbread cookies mm-hmm. in the, you know, in the oven. But, mm-hmm. you know, would it just be me in the house? Eh, eh, you know, so I, I, I definitely can see yeah. finding and some see, joy. When the... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I definitely can see finding some joy in Christmas by decorating and mm-hmm. and baking more but you know that's that's how i'm gonna find my joy i'm gonna do some some baking so i'm probably gonna gain some weight <laughs> that's everybody and we always i would always make what's called texas trash i would always make millionaires 
But now the boys and opening gifts, Keelan, he going to take it to his grave. I don't care what is said. I don't care what anybody say. He going to take it to his grave. Dalen, he going to give himself up every time. Keelan opened up a gift. Keelan, them the shoes we saw in the closet. What? Keelan sitting there looking. You know, Dalen, we already saw these gifts. What? So y'all been snooping around the house. Keelan sitting there, he ain't seeing nothing. He act like he ain't saw nothing. Surprise. Dalen just, I said, Dalen, you can't hold water if we put it in a cup for you. You, Girl, just, you he know, just telling uh -uh. everything. The sad thing is, Bria was that child that, because she was the only girl, I would buy stuff all year long for mm -hmm. Bria. So literally, I would pull stuff out and start wrapping and realize I had so much more for her than I had for the boys. So I would have to start splitting and going to buy some stuff. I would mm -hmm. buy so much stuff for Bria all year long that I literally would find gifts after Christmas was over and then mm -hmm. try to pile them up and then think of a reason to give them to her because I done bust off all season long or year long and done sit here and ain't bought the boys half of nothing. Mm -hmm. And my little jokers, my little jokers would count gifts. So I got to yeah. the point, and you know who the ringleader of count gifts was, right? Bria. Miles. Oh, Bria. 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 Miles didn't Dayla was, Miles Dayla got... counted the gifts. Oh, see, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Sean didn't care. Miles didn't care. Bria, Bria is my jealous hearted child to be like, why you got more gifts than me? <laughs> Girl, why? Dalen's thing was, I, I know you loved Akilah more than me. He got more than me. Keelan, Dalen, oh, that's because yeah. I had to wrap two of them, you know, one here. Now, nah, Keelan, so I, I would I would just sit them in the middle of the floor and they can open up each other gifts after a certain age. Girl, I would be splitting underwear. So if I bought, you know, like underwear and t-shirts, I would, and thinking I'd put them together. Instead, I'd wrap them separately just to make sure it was like one and one, you know, it, mm -hmm. girl, because Bria, oh my gosh, was that child. You know what, you know what, Drace, you have really made me have a bit, because I came on shitty. Oh, Sorry. Oh, I came on Jesus. with a bad attitude. Help us, Lord. Sorry. Help us, Lord. Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. And, you know, sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. And and Jeracy has brought me out of my doldrums. Because when you start talking about the memories of your kids and the joy that we have during the holidays, it does bring a smile to your face. And I just want to encourage people to bring a smile to somebody's face. Mm -hmm. um, that's it for me for Double Down with Garrett and Matt. Jeracy, would you like to close with a moment of prayer? Uh, God, we just ask you to put your loving arms around us and bless and protect us from all evil and all danger, seen and unseen as we go through these days, God. And God, we want everybody to remember that if you need to call the suicide hotline, the number again is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Be blessed. Talk to someone. Don't be embarrassed. We're all going through things at this time of our life. Have a great one. Happy holidays. Look forward to seeing y'all on next week. All righty. Bye, Geraci. You've been listening to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. Be sure to join Audrey Garrett and Geraci Mac again next Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next week.